what's good, y'all? This is episode three of the Beating the Odds podcast. It's your host, um, Demisio Adams. I'm actually here with a couple of my friends, so I'm gonna let them introduce themselves. Yeah, it's Sam. Uh, what's up? My name is Jordan Baker. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> you came. Give a little bit of context. These are my roommates. We all go to West Salem State University, and. We're going to start with this third episode. So our topic for today is, let me make sure I'm getting this right. The topic for today is gender roles. So in general, to start, I guess, when y'all hear gender roles, what do you think? You got it. So um, the only thing I think of is like, all right, cool, hypocrisy and i also think about like how it's certain things men gotta do certain things women gotta do but that's just like how society put it that's the only thing i think about when i hear that that's uh when i think about gender roles i think about like how how like a house is set up you got like your father he's supposed to be like the breadwinner just that in the third he he make all the money pay all the bills do all the hard labor while the mother is more like the caregiver she cooks cleans the typical what they try to say that may not be right but that's what i think of. yeah i think of like kind of going back with like tradition and history how like women take care of the house the babies and everything and the man working do all the family stuff but like nowadays as we know gender roles have a very different interpretation especially with our like younger gen- generations coming up now so i guess to talk today when when you look at a man or you look at a woman, like me in general, I don't have like set things where I'm like, oh, a man's supposed to be this and a woman's supposed to be this because everybody's their own person. You feel me? So yeah. like for me, it's just, I think it caters to who you're dealing with. And a lot of times social media puts things in a perspective that makes you feel like Oh, I have to be this way if I want a successful relationship. That's so. true. Yeah, that's, that's true. Like, because even with things like that, because that's why a lot of people shy away from like the 50 50 relationships because they yeah. feel like the man should always pull more weight in a relationship than the female, or either if the female is the right, is the breadwinner, is vice versa. The right. female pulls most of the weight. Right. Yeah, because I ain't gonna lie. Women, I ain't gonna lie. Most women, they will, they will place that role on you even with. Just being just by being a mother in general, like they they, right. will, they will place that on you just because. Now some mothers are different, but it's just like they they want you to be technically the father they didn't have or what they wanted in they they uncle, big brother, father, whatever, granddaddy. They putting that in you, so it's like that's like a that's technically a role that they want you to play, but that's not you know it's and, not always good. Yeah, and like kind of going off what you're saying, I think what makes it so like it makes it such a variety is because people come from a lot of different backgrounds so you have to know your partner in order to know what they need or want in a relationship i think in general everybody has to know their own wants and needs you can't go into something and be like oh i expect this out of you but that's just not what your partner is so i think it's it's weird and Putting a generalization on everybody never goes good because no. it's a stereotype. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So it's just. Yeah. Man, there's so many stereotypes that just come with just being 
being being yourself, even being a person in general. Like, look, you're a black male. It's right. they already they automatically think you're a thug, even though you may be educated, you may be this, that, and the third. But off off the snuff, just the way you look, they automatically think you're a thug. They automatically think you uneducated. Oh, they sure. automatically think they automatically think you're athletic. It's a lot of black people that's not athletic at all, but still, oh, you're athletic. Oh, you're fast. You like fried chicken. Right, you, you watermelon. watermelon. I don't even yeah. like watermelon myself. What you mean? Yeah, it's and like then you take it to social media where you where you post something that everyone can see and comment on, and you take a general generalization or a stereotype, and then you're mad when it backfires. Oh, so it's like the whole. That's why it always seems like men and women, well, black men and black women, are always at war on sites like Twitter because. One speaking from their experience, and they say, oh, a group like black men or black women are cheaters. Y'all are no yeah. good. This is why we don't want y'all. And then when the good people respond that aren't a part of that, and they go back at you, now you like, why are you doing that? Like, I'm speaking on my experience. Yeah, it, it doesn't really add up. And it kind of relates to, I guess, the next part we were going into is like the whole idea of double standards. So it's just like that. That's that's. I'm not even gonna lie. For starters, crazy. with the whole double standards relationship thing, don't don't set a standard that you know you and your partner can't abide by. Facts, right? Because if you if you want your partner to do a certain thing and you're not doing it on your own, you're not doing it yourself. Nine times out of ten, the relationship's gonna backfire. Because as soon as you as soon as you set that standard and you don't reach it, they're gonna be like, oh, since you're not gonna reach it, I'm not gonna reach it, and then it's just gonna cause it's just gonna backfire. It's gonna be a whole lot of well you didn't do this so exactly. why should I? and well, nah. everybody in general when you're dating and everything make sure these standards are set off right because what happens is you come into a relationship or something and it's all cupcaking and everything is fine and you don't stand on the things you need to stand on at first then when you're trying to bring it up later on they're like oh what's the problem now this is how we've been the whole time exactly. which kind of becomes a valid point because it seems like you're switching up yeah. But if you felt this way from a jump, you need to announce that. Yeah, that's that's facts. So when you choose a partner, your relationship comes with expectations, and then once you don't reach those expectations, that's where problems lie, and they start in a relationship. And then you don't once you have that problem, and you realize your partner is not going to reach that goal that you have set for either you or both of y'all as a duo. Then it's like, okay, you're not going to reach that. You're not meeting my standards. And then it just yeah. starts a whole, it just starts a whole domino effect. You're gonna start dipping in other aspects of the relationship. I just feel like, like you said, like don't tell, don't tell your partner you don't want them to do something that you're not gonna abide by too. Exactly. It's just like it's an equal thing. So if I don't want you going somewhere doing this without telling me, why would I go and do this without exactly. telling you? All? It's just it's simple things that sound very simple, and then you don't think back on it like, mm, okay. Like maybe it's a respect thing. You, I was like, about to say a lot of people say it's a respect thing, but I think that's a simple logic thing. Like, if if I don't want you doing something, I'm not going to turn around and do that same thing and then be like, oh, but I can do it because say, that turns into I see everything fifty fifty just because that's yeah, the type so, of person I am. Yeah, yeah. But like that turns into the type of relationship where you want to run your woman, yeah. you know, or your woman wants to run you. And you should never now. Okay, I won't say never because some people like relationships like that. You know, some it's people want to be friends. I about to say it's a difference, a fine line between controlling and just being 
a little more dominant than like it's a it's a fine line between that. Like some women do like that. They do. But there's other times where it's like, sir, you're doing a lot. Like, chill, calm down. Yeah, like, don't my whole thing on either side is don't confuse dominance or with ignorance. Don't yeah. don't yeah. be going out here saying stuff that just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like don't tell your partner, oh yeah. You can't be this way. You can't go out looking like this or wearing this or that because I see that as a sign of insecurity. If you if you care that much about what that person is wearing, and to the point where you don't want them going somewhere, you're you're insecure about something within yourself, or that's just not your type, you know. And don't be dating someone that's not your type. Yeah, it's a difference between being having control and being manipulative. Like you can. You can have your boundaries set in a relationship, and if they don't abide by it, it's it's your choice whether or not you want to leave them alone exactly. or whatever, whatever. But being manipulative, saying saying one thing, doing another, or you doing something but not allowing your partner to do something, that's just that's not right. Yeah, in my opinion. And that that whole also with that whole like oh allowing your partner to do something, it's a difference when you let them do something, and then when you see them again, you got the same attitude tone or whatever you had when they come back to you or when like they wear something and you see them again versus they do it you cool with it at first and then later on you upset because they did it it's a that's 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 right but that's the thing though if it come up later if it's a problem now address it don't let it sit don't let it sit because that's the thing if you let it if you allow it to keep happening it's just gonna keep happening they don't be in the blonde about it and you over there getting upset and mind you, they don't even know you feel some type of way. Exactly. exactly. Have my that that just relates back to communication in general. If you have a problem about anything, communicate it. Exactly. If there's an issue, you have to be able to talk about your issue, or it can't be addressed. It, it makes no sense to sit though. there and have an attitude or be upset about it and be like, "Oh, the partner should just know." If this something new, like you should be able to tell them. I just no. want to know why is that. I wonder why that is an issue. It's there's many different ways to communicate though. A lot, everybody's not a good communicator though. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. right. So, so mm-hmm. I, mean, I sit here and be alive. I say, oh yeah, I'm great at communication. I ain't gonna lie. I'm <laughs> not great. I'm so, not great. I got a question for y'all. So when it comes to communication, where do you think most disconnects lie? Do you think it relates to like tone, or do you think it relates to like? getting defensive where do you think like the disconnect comes from for people who aren't as good of communicators i feel like it's a it's a mix of both yeah because a lot of people when they come from a place of hurt or they come from a place of or they feel some type of way about something they come with their first reaction and a lot of people's first reaction when they feel some type of way is anger yeah so your tone is obviously going to be different when you're angry when you're just talking normally like how we're talking right now I think yeah. that relates a lot to the whole defense mechanism. Like, yeah. Yeah. if you feel like somebody's coming at you, you're going to naturally go back at them, which exactly. relates to just knowing your partner. If you know your partner going to react bad in a certain way, either y'all work on that to fix that or you change your tone when talking. Yeah. I said, the only thing I would say is, like, with that whole thing. So, I'm, so me looking at a big brother standpoint, right? Only time that it was bad for me to communicate with somebody was when it was like I didn't want to hurt somebody's feelings. Like if I didn't want to hurt somebody's feelings, it was bad for me to talk to them because it would be like, "Cool, I don't consider myself a liar, but there have been times when I have told a white lie." So I'd be like, "I do not want to hurt your feelings, so I'm gonna say this 
or I won't say the full thing because I'm scared I'm hurt. And then like in the end, it just be like, well, should just told him. So like you know, I'm I'm bluntly truthful. Now I'm 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 gonna tell you like straight up. But at the end of the day, it's always all right, cool. Did I come to this person harsh or did they come to me harsh? And now right. it's like you putting up a wall because you don't want to talk to them no more or something yeah. like that. You walking away, and it's like some people can't deal with them hard conversations because yeah, nobody can really say the full truth, mm-hmm. or yeah. they just can't deal with the fact of like you coming at me like this and I ain't even think it was like that. So yeah. But be true though. Like a lot of those uncomfortable conversations need to be had. Like yeah. sugarcoating don't get you nowhere. I'm a firm believer in that. Like I, I want if there's a problem, I want you to tell me truth and the whole truth. Whether it hurts my feelings or not, I need to know. And yeah. I think it's just like that in life. You're not gonna always like the delivery of everything. No. But some things need to be said. Now, saying that, I'm not saying go off on a person and just like be talking down to them but what i'm saying is you can have a firm calm professional or like not professional but you can act the right way in a conversation you don't need to just make a person feel terrible about themselves but get your point across or the problem yeah i don't think people think about how how like so i think somebody told me one day it was like you gotta look at some people so you when you're talking to them you're usually talking to them as if they're still a child but they are old enough to understand they can say whatever they want now so it's like cool i'm a kid again and when like you're talking to me it's like i can just look at you and be like i might be scared in this moment but i know i'm grown so i'm gonna say whatever i want but i'm still scared well i'm angry right now but you can't hit me you can't do that to me so i'm gonna say whatever i want and when you get defensive you just don't think about what you're going to say. You just be like, forget it. Whatever I got to say to get away from you, I'm going to say it. <laughs> I'm yeah. gone. Like, that's that's just how it's always been for when I see people communicate. Now, with me, I ain't going to lie. I, I'm sorry. I don't. I sit there and talk to you. Yeah. It might hurt my feelings. I'm just going to sit there and talk to you. You call. I tell my friends all the time, call me out on anything I do wrong. Yeah. Anybody, talk, just call me out. Because I'm going to just sit there and take it. All I can do is learn from it. It's more of an understanding thing at the end of the day. Like, yeah. I'd rather you tell me what's wrong. I'd rather you tell me how you feel. So if it's something I can't fix, I can fix it. Now, if it's something I can't control, then it's like, all right, cool. Yeah, I took note of it. I'll be mindful of it the next time a situation like that comes ahead. Comes ahead. But of course, like if it's something I can't control, obviously I can't really change the outcome of the situation. Yeah. I think with me, like, you know, the way a lot of us, um, like around our age and the people – that can relate to our like athletic and sports background. I've had people in my life give me harsh criticism. So I'm naturally able to take it and hold accountability and I don't run from it, you know? So when we have, when I have harsher conversations, my ears are more open because I want to know how I can fix myself. I'm always self-reflecting, but what I've had to realize is not everybody has those experiences. So therefore you have to be, one patient enough to work through it but two you just have to be open to different ways of communication like not everybody if somebody's upset about something i used to have the tendency to be like well what's wrong tell me but like a lot of people blow up when they mad and the type of person like me i think when you're emotional you say the really stuff like you say the stuff you really mean so but some people ain't like that they just talking out of anger so and then i'm like all right whatever cool but they might be like talking to me later when i'm not as mad so we can have a real conversation so so being that we talking about gender roles right so i see a lot of time they'd be like don't yell at like at a woman right don't mm-hmm. yell at a woman but when a woman yell at you 
Like you got to you got you got to sit there and think about it. Mentally, they're breaking you down. You're not supposed to mentally break them down. And apparently, you know, it's because you know they're supposed to have us. You know, feelings are supposed to be a little softer and everything like that. But at the same time, how come you know? I can see physically why they could say we're stronger, or whatever. But mentally, you're supposed to think we just all mentally stronger than no. Like I ain't gonna lie, it's been a lot of times I've been broken down. I just ain't say nothing about it. I don't. It's no reason to. It, to me, it's really not. So it's like you just gotta sit there and think about it. Like, but that goes yeah. back to the general though. A lot of men, that, they, a lot of men, they predis- they predisposed to keep their feelings to themselves. Yeah, we hide it. I was, well, I was just about to say, yeah, with that whole yelling thing, I say because I view everything 50 50 if I'm not getting loud with you don't get loud with me Facts. you know it's a, my whole thing is that's a respect thing yeah if you I, I get if you angry and stuff like that but if I'm not doing nothing to provoke your anger and I'm talking to you calmly then it shouldn't get there yeah. because when emotion arises, that's how like other situations happen people getting each other faces hand gestures that can cause and anxiety in a person, whether it's a man or a woman, you know, so it, it can make them react different. So I believe if you can be calm and level-headed, do that. Don't provoke yourself if no one's provoking you. Because like I said, at the end of the day, if this is your partner or somebody you care about, now if it's a, just an emotional conversation, cool, but if you bring in something to them and you really want them to hear them, I, I don't think going at them fussing is the right option. It's hard for people to hear when they feel like they're being talked down on. It's not even just that. They won't even listen. Like, no. Are you right. yelling at me? I'm not trying to hear that. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I know that's the thing with a lot of dudes. Like, you you come with all that. Like, I'm I'm more than willing to have a conversation about things I do wrong. Mm-hmm. But if you come with all that yelling and fussing, it's like, man, man, I ain't trying to hear that. Honestly. Like, like, yeah. You calm down for real. Yeah. I, yeah. And it's like, I'm not one to walk away from a conversation, yeah. but I, I don't want to shut down. Like, I literally say, okay, you got it. And that's not me saying that I agree with what you just said. You yelling. I'm t- I, I have, I've only yelled in one of my relationships only once. Yeah. And it's like, you like you got to sit there and be like, okay, I, I got out of character. <laughs> like, but ain't no apology for that. I don't like, think nah. people realize how much of emotional toll relationships can be, whether it's boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, even brother to brother. Friendships. Yeah, (laughs) friendships. I was about to say, (laughs) all of this is emotional toll. Like, I have friends who I want to see them do better, but I can't want it more than somebody else. And sometimes that realization is hard, even in relationships. If you're constantly preaching something and that person's not hearing it, it can get frustrating because now you have to look at deeper things like, is this going to be able to last if you can't hear me? I think in a relationship, regardless regardless of how you think of the other person's perspective, you always got to hear them because these are people's feelings. You know, if they feel like they're not being heard, then they're not going to talk to you. No, that's facts. And that's my whole point with the whole 50-50 thing. That's why I feel like a lot of relationships should more be, well, should be more 50-50 because... At the end of the day, you don't want to be pulling more weight than your partner in a relationship. Right. Cause then it always seems like you're you're pouring into them and they're not pouring back. Like you don't want to always seem like, oh, you're the one, like you can either go go love languages. You don't want to feel like let's say your your love language is gift giving. You don't want to be the one that's always giving gifts, but their love mm-hmm. language is like physical touch or something like that. Yeah. And they're not 
You know, they're yeah. not reciprocating. Yeah. Like, you don't want to be the one that's always having to do this. Like, even in communication, you don't want to be the one that's always hitting somebody up first. Be like, hey, what's up? How you doing? Yeah. What you doing? Just and yeah, it get tired. It get tired. Right? Yeah, you just, you sit back and you think, like, does this person care about me? Yeah. And they probably do. They just don't notice it. So that back to communication. You tell them, you ain't telling them that. They're going to be like. And they're oblivious to it. Yeah. Also, no matter how long you're in a relationship or anything, if you feel like you're giving more, down the line, it's going to become a feeling of, like, regret or a feeling of, like, haste towards them because you're like, man, I do all this and all that. And then you got a nerd to want to complain about this. And I already do all this for you. Right. So it creates this sideline kind of like hatred, yeah. and now you doing stuff on the like you sneak this, and then you doing this, you yeah, doing right. that, you acting like you don't care. Right. But deep down, the whole time you're just feeling like I'm giving more. Yeah. And I think at the beginning, of anything, especially once you get into more mature relationships, you have to discuss not only your needs but your wants too. Your wants matter. On both sides, women and men. And I think a lot of times when you have this, what you consider a good man, you might be like, okay, yeah, I offer, I give, I give, I give I all this to make you happy. But on the flip side, you have to make sure you're getting what you need too. But a lot of times us men look at it like, uh, if I'm asking for stuff, I'm, um, I'm doing too much. You know, I should be providing, which relates back to that whole gender roles thing. But that's why you got so many relationships that don't last or there's cheating because there's things you're missing out on that you feel like you can't vocalize or you feel like it should be already a given. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. It's like, shoot, even I ain't gonna lie, you know, dating now around this time, it's like so weird for me because it's like, it's been a lot of stuff that like, you know, you look at it and you be like, okay, cool. I like that. But... Let me not do that because that's a gender role thing. Men supposed to do this, or a man supposed to do this. If I think if I slip up right here, she might look at me differently. And now you got to be on your tippy toes. While some woman is just like, well, I'm just looking to see what he do. So, it ain't no, it's like your standards don't matter no more because it's like, as long as she's straight, we're going to get somewhere. And then that, right. and when you get into a relationship, guess what? As long as she's straight, we happy. And right. then guess what? Happy wife. Happy life. That's that's supposed to. I don't. It's are, like we are. No, that ain't always. True. No, it's not. Right. So it's like you you playing a role of always making sure someone's straight, and it's not all the time. I've seen some relationships where it's just fifty fifty the whole way, and it might be just on the outside. You never know. But it's like you don't see that many a times, and it's like ain't most men don't teach another man that they teach men to be like, hey, look, make sure she's straight, or make sure she's straight. Hey, as a man, you should da 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 like. Ain't nobody teaching a man, all right, cool. Now, your standard's supposed to be this. If she got this, that, that, or if she looking like this, or she do this to you, no. Like, no. I think, and here's my whole idea behind 50-50. When I say 50-50, I'm not saying everything has to be exactly equal. But no. my 50-50 means that you express your wants and needs to me and how this should go, and I express mine to you, and we come to a compromise. Yeah, yeah. That's the key word through all of this is being able to compromise. We know everything shouldn't be split up like perfectly evenly. It's it's just not gonna happen like that. Somebody gonna want to cater more to the other, they're gonna want to do more because you know you just love your partner, but you have to have an agreement, especially once you get past that cupcake phase, because you start looking at things. Everything not perfect after that. Exactly. Nope. 
no, 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 no. Because I, I'm like, man, you got to think about it. Like, you got to sit back and be like, okay, cool. I've been doing all this to make sure this person's straight. All right, cool. You got to sit back and think. You got to come always back to, am I straight? If I'm straight, all right, cool. She's straight. All right, cool. Now you sitting there. Now she might not know that's something that she did wrong. You ain't telling her. Right. And now you just sitting there like, all right, forget it. We all good. Why? Why let the small problems build up? And then when you finally blow up, for real, this is right. just a, this is just a combination of everything. And then now your partner's right, like, stuff. Right, you didn't even oh, think about exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, so you been feeling like this? Exactly. Like, what's up? And, yeah. you know, in these high, like, intensity moments, it's so hard to read the other person. But that's why it's so important to speak even on the little things. Even if it may seem annoying and tedious, you have to speak on those things so it doesn't become this big blow-up thing. And uh, a lot of young men use that to cheat. Like They'll be exactly. like, you, you wasn't doing this, 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 and this. When was you going to tell her she wasn't going? She wasn't doing this, 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 and this. But that's that's both sides, though. Yeah. Where, they, where they don't find a you, they're going to find somebody else. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, that, can, that can literally go for anything. Yeah. Yeah. One of the other things I was discussing with one of my friends the other day is that when it comes to this whole wants and needs thing, the other thing that makes it so difficult and makes it so easy for a man to be like, oh, yeah, I can fulfill all of yours is because a lot of men don't really know their wants and needs or have that many. Like if, if we keep it in a book, you might be like, you know, cook maybe be able to rub my back and stuff and be real sex like then it's like those are the three baselines but as you get deeper in you realize i need more than these things but especially at our age being like 21 those are the main things you think about yeah yeah that's really it i mean so being that i'm at the senior now you know college you know you look at it like cool now, my mom used to get on me all the time. You ain't goal-oriented. And I was like, what you mean? You're like, you don't never want a woman who got goals. you always like, oh, she da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And you don't never say. So that got something that's like, in my standards, I ain't going to lie. It's, it got to a point where it was like, all right, cool. I ain't no, you know what I'm saying? You got to be tack tack type person. But what you doing in the next, like, next year? Like, what right. you think you're going to be doing? Like, forget the five-year plan. What you doing in the next year? All right, cool. Now what's your five-year goal? All right, got you. Is it a reasonable goal? Cool, because you can always say, this is what I want to do. Hopefully, I can do this, and this is the expanded thing I want to do on the side. But in that position, am I? No, I'm saying, it's, it's somebody, are you putting yourself in that yeah, position? Yeah, exactly. Are you putting yeah. yourself in that position? Oh, oh yeah, it's more definitely. Yeah, you got exactly. to. You, ain't, like, you, can't, you can't say that's what I want to do, and you're not working towards it. That's like me telling my friend, that's, go rapping. You ain't even in the studio. Oh, like, come on now. Right. <laughs> and that's my whole thing with, like, at this age, us being in college, Everybody should be pursuing something. You shouldn't, I don't feel like you should be speaking to someone and they'd be like, oh, I'm ready to be a housewife. Because that's that's not a goal. Yeah, you know what right. I'm saying? What right. are you, when we all get out of college, everybody grinding in their mode. Everybody ain't going to have a person like that. But this is the time where you stack up and make yours. And later on in life, when it's time for kids, when it's time for all those other responsibilities, then things can adjust to that standard. Yeah. But to have that mindset as in a person is supposed to take care of you like I'm your dad or your mama, that's not how it works. We are fresh out of college. Like, <laughs> why 
Why is your mindset to be being taken care of by a dude? Because you know what also happens with that? If you mess with somebody at this young age and you're like, oh yeah, they take care of everything, they pay all the bills, do this, do that. Guess what? It's going to get to a point, man, oh, I basically run you because you don't control nothing, none of this. Right. If I pay everything, this my crib, then if I'm not trying to hear you doing all that or if I'm asking for something, the dude's going to expect you to do it because yeah. it's like I'm taking care of everything else. Yeah. So when you ain't got your own, it changes that mindset and perspective. I make you seem dependent. Yeah, exactly. You got to be you got to be independent on yourself first before you can codependent aside with yeah. somebody else be, exactly. be able to partnership with somebody else like honestly you gotta have your own flow your your own way of you know getting your relaxation out you know what i'm saying like just reading a book or just chilling by yourself for like an hour going hiking by yourself something just something you can do by yourself and even with me like at this age i don't feel good being stagnant like when i'm just sitting around the crib it does not feel good i feel like I'm wasting time. Yeah. Every time. I mean, this is the time of your life where you're supposed to be setting it up for your family, your future. And you sitting here at the crib every other day, not doing that. Right. It's, it's like even if you day. got stuff planned and everything, it feels like, man, I'm I'm wasting time. Now, right. some people cool with being like couch potatoes and stuff <laughs> like that. Can't know? do it. <laughs> and do you. Uh-huh. But like for me. I ain't finna go to college all this time and put in all this work to live off of somebody else. Cause then it gets to the point where that person starts seeing like a leech. Mm-hmm. All right, back to talking about gender roles. So I know what attracted me to my girl, but what what is it about independent women in this show? All right, hold on. This might start off on a bad foot, but y'all heard the song "She Got Her Own" by Neo. Hey, chill, but still, no. It it literally perfectly explains it though. Like it's something about a female just having like seeing them on their stuff. Like they got their own, they got their own job, car. They they just sufficient in what they're doing. Like it's something about that that just attracts you to somebody like that. Want to be, want to be around somebody like that. It's gonna push you to be better in the first place. So, me personally. Independency is is top tier to me. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I, uh, so just being able to, if I'm down, I know for a fact you might be able to help me out, or you'll be able to say, "All right, cool, look, you ain't gotta help me with anything, so I'm good." Like I'll be, I'm happy. Like if you, I don't just see independent as money. Cool. That's like the, that's like the root of it. But after that, can you go to bed without me being next to you or being on the phone with you? Can you sit there and have a bad day and go like 10 seconds without having to say, I need to call him? Now, I, I love that feeling, but I would hate to be like, dang, without me, she'd be struck. Okay. Like, that's just a bad feeling. And so, yeah, money, that's important, but the mental and stability side of it, got to be there. I think for me, being in a relationship, what kind of attracted me to my girlfriend was, it's kind of like mindsets and similarities that I see in myself. Like with me, the only reason I don't trip off the whole money idea is because you don't know where everybody money goes. People could def have money, but got multiple bills and got to kick that bread out. Now, if you ain't got no motion at all, then it's different. But like, 
it's a, it's really a mindset that attracted me you know it's the independence the not always thinking about just catering to a man you know you are your own person and i want to get to know you as you before i get to know you as oh i want you to i want to be everything that he wants yeah that's i don't believe in that you can't turn yourself into the perfect person for someone it just it either clicks or it don't so for me i think what attracted me and my girl is the fact that you know i feel like she's her own person even when we have conversations we can have debates we ain't gotta agree on everything but you stand on what you stand on you know and i'm a firm believer in that i'm not a follower you know i i believe what i believe so i think it's attractive to have that to not have that idea of dependency nobody want to walk into something thinking hey we three days in what you mean you need me i don't really know you for real so i think in general like independence is just attractive yeah yeah i about to say it kind of it kind of comes with maturity because once as you mature you start to learn things of course you get your heart you get your heart broken or you get your feelings hurt you know you start seeing real truth but when you can sit there and be able to say look <laughs> i really don't need you that's attractive because it's like you don't need me okay i'm gonna show you why you should but it's okay i don't like i'm not gonna force it onto you i just i just mm, makes me warm on the inside <laughs> <laughs> makes me warm on the inside i like that yeah i saw spot and i think just in general relating back to all this the whole thing is be your own person don't don't let nobody change who you are if you're going into something you should shouldn't want to change your person but y'all should want to grow together you know it shouldn't be about um i need to change to be what he needs no it's somebody out there for everybody i'm a firm believer in that you you be yourself and you be firm in who you are and be willing to grow and i think you're gonna be sitting whatever you go into like having that having that person that yeah you're your own person but when y'all come together the union y'all even stronger it's just gonna make you want to be better and then y'all as a union if y'all strong like that's not gonna be a lot of people that's gonna be for sure and having a relationship like that that's that goes a long way all right whether that's relationship with a partner relationship with a friend even family members you gotta you gotta bond like that that's unbreakable relationships are should not just be physical attraction there should be more depth your partner should be your friend you know you should be cool with them like i should be able to yes be loving and intimate with you but i should be able to laugh and chill or have a deep talk all that matters to somebody you're going to spend the majority of your time so i just think that's all important yeah yeah, that's it. Emotional attraction is a real thing. Yeah, for real. It's yeah. Being attracted to a mindset is real because ignorance is the biggest turnoff. Shoot. I ain't gonna lie. Hey, what are you telling me? I, I done got to the point now. I, I move off of energy. Yeah. I, 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 done, I done told my boys one time, like, look, <laughs> nah, I would never let her into my room. Why? Because the energy don't feel right when I'm around her. And I'd be outside. If I if I don't if I can't rock with your energy, like if you come into a space and I just feel like mm, I don't know, you gotta go. 
<laughs> I can't rock with you. It's just like something you, don't seem right. Why would you want to be with somebody when you get around and you be like, you know what? I don't really feel too comfortable. Exactly. Like, I don't really know about this for real. If you're unsure about, if you're unsure, if you're unsure about a person like that, you shouldn't. I can't trust you. Are you ain't even moved yet? Like, uh, trust is a big one too, though. Like, why get in a relationship with somebody you can't trust? That's true. I'm glad y'all brought that up because I saw something on Twitter the other day. And I wanted to bring it to y'all. It said, I can't be with a man or woman who always in a bad mood or always got stuff dragging them down. How do y'all feel about that? Uh, I mean, all right, cool. I understand life is life. Wait, yeah. for you to be mad 24-7, that's, that's a little like, extreme. Like, Hold on, is it like more in depth to the tweet? Because I feel like okay. Here it goes. I found it. It said, "It a turn off to me is when a dude has too many bad days." Like, bro, what's the problem now? So, I mean, think about it. All right, all right, all right. That's that's some that's some sad stuff. Because think about it. All right, cool. So, if if I'm having something like something happens in my family or just something like that, and I'm not a person that's open like that, and you be like, "How was your day?" It wasn't straight. It was alright. What was wrong? You know, family stuff or, you know, something went on. You don't think to yourself that maybe this is a chance that I can show him that, look, emotionally, I can help you. Mentally, I can help you. So while I hear you, it's definitely to an extent. Because what I, what I see it as is, say, say this play the scenario, this is my girl or whatever. And I'm like, hey, what's good, man? She's like, what's up? Like your energy is ruining my mood, and yeah, I gotta deal yeah. with this That's multiple nice. days out of the week. Nice. Like, dang, bro, something always wrong. And I'm not saying like, I'm not saying there's something wrong with people that have things going on. You know, I get that. And I see some a comment in here. It says she not saying you can't be sad, angry, stressed, depressed, etc. But how are you feeling these emotions every day and all the time? Because that's a burden. Yeah. Because now I got to deal with your emotions. Like, what if I'm in a good mood? I want to tell you about my day, but you're in a bad mood again. Like, all right, bro, whatever. But that's the thing. Everybody can't be Dr. Phil. So, like exactly. I said, if you if you're if you're in a state where it's constantly like that, seek help. Like, it's, yeah, yeah. It's I understand going to your partner because your partner's supposed to be someone that takes you out of that. But if they can't help you, get actual help I'm about to say, but and there, there's certain times where it's like technically you don't really need help you just looking at things the wrong way so like i want people i'll tell you look look at the good in the day like is the day going on cool just look at the good stuff in the day of course everybody's day not gonna be perfect no day is perfect it's gonna be day like if it was a perfect day you would never be hungry never have to use the bathroom never like you have a perfect day but that's never gonna happen and it's like i tell people all the time like look just look at the good in it and I got to tell myself that because there's been many times that I myself have done ruin somebody's day because I get the cover. But, and I think my whole thing is it's about how you handle it. If I know how I'm having a bad day and stuff like that, if it's something that seems constant or it seems like, I don't want to use the word burden, but it seems like I'm dragging people's mood down. Like, my thing is don't put me in the crossfire and I ain't do nothing to you, and you just upset, you know? I, I can't stand that whole, you upset and mad, so you kind of taking it out on me, and I'm just like, I ain't do nothing to you. 
Because yeah. then now it make me not want to talk to you. And now we in this little awkward phase. All because you in a bad mood. If you in a bad mood, guess what? You can be like, hey, you know, I ain't in a great mood right now. I'm going to talk to you later when my mood picks up. You just got to communicate that. But I thought that was an interesting thing because it can be taken two different ways. And then, of course, you got those comments that say the same applies for women. Nobody want to hear you complain every day. But it's not a gender thing. It's not a thing where I'd be like, oh, you do it. Um, women do it, too. The whole point is if you have bad days, whoever hears this, stop taking it out on those people. Stop making it a man versus woman, a gender thing. Because it's not characteristics and traits are people things. Both sides have it. But everything seems like a back and forth thing. Yeah. So, y'all got anything else y'all got on this topic before we wrap up? Shout out to Sam with the background. (laughs) It's a vibe for sure. Um, I'm straight, you got anything? I ain't gonna lie. Just love yourself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and love so, yourself before you try don't, to love anybody else. Don't, please, don't rush that. Don't that rush that's that. a huge thing. Please take time and focus on yourself before you hopping out giving your heart to somebody else. That's true. It, it don't make sense. It's be logical. So you can't try to hear what's hard. You can't try to hear without. <laughs> it, it be like that. Nah, you, you like. All right, cool. So you know I'm writing my book now. So I had, oh, yeah, I had, so so in my in one of my poems, I had to sit there and be like, you got to go through a storm to understand what a storm looked like, and that way you can damn come through that shit. And it's sun on the other side, and you just like, all right, cool. So I want to see these sunny days. So I know what the the storm looked like. I know how it start. I know what this cloud looked like. I know what all the, like all that stuff going on. You got to be able to sit there and be like, all right, I know what it looked like. Avoid it. And if it comes again, I know how to get rid of it. That's the only thing with healing. I don't yeah. mean that something's gonna stop coming to you or some yeah. bad day gonna stop coming. People gonna pass away, things gonna happen, you're gonna lose friends, you're gonna lose lovers, you're gonna lose a lot of stuff. But being able to know how to come back out of that is a different thing. So like, yeah. yeah. Recognition book and, Yeah. <laughs> book comes. Hey, that's advertising right there. Yeah. By, by the way, if y'all don't know, they gave like a sub part in the um introduction, but Sam is a head of a poetry club. He, he's a big poet. So like you. you know, <laughs> they gonna they gonna be featured on a lot more episodes of my podcast. You know, my whole idea is to expand and get a lot of people perspectives. So we're gonna have another one coming soon for sure. But that's episode three, beating the eyes, and we out. So, peace.